I'm Art Jobot from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 23rd of March, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Monday, the 20th of March, journalist Mako Jabua accused Shalva Ramishvili, who is famous for promoting Georgian Dream or Otsneba propaganda through his TV channel, accusing him of sexual harassment. The next day, another woman, Gvansa Badoguashvili, made a post on Facebook with the same accusation. Shalva Ramishvili denied the accusation, said that women accused him of sexual harassment because of his job at Post TV. His TV station, Post TV, broadcast a statement in which he said that the attacks against them have intensified recently. According to him, liberal journalists, media organizations, among others, are against them because they are conservatives. He now says that due to these views, fascist liberals are intimidating and bullying post-TV members. Mamukam Dinaradze, executive secretary of Otsneba, responded to the accusations. He said that he did not believe a person who suddenly remembered something that happened seven years ago and then said that all of this was a fascist campaign. This term fascist is coming up a lot from Otsneba people. Otsneba MP Nino Tsilosani also wrote about the issue and said that everyone should realize that the type of crime being discussed is very serious and that jumping to conclusions or making accusations are both equally serious. Uh-huh. On that note about Otsneba writer Nugzar Sulashvili, who currently lives in France, posted a screenshot on Facebook where the majority deputy Dmitry Samkharadze threatened him. In the screenshot, it can be seen how the deputy threatens and insults Sulashvili. Publica contacted the parliament to find out if the MP's threat will be investigated. Later, MP Dmitry Samkharadze himself responded to this information and said that the screen spread by Nugzar Sulashvili is fake. On Monday, the 20th of March, U.S. State Department published a report on the human rights situation in Georgia in 2022. 57-page document reviews events that took place in the country last year, including the health conditions of Misha Saakashvili in the subsection on torture and inhumane treatment. Chairman of Otsneba, Irakli Kobachidze, states that the report of the U.S. State Department and the evaluations of non-governmental organizations are the same. According to him, it is practically impossible to separate the reports of NGOs and the State Department. Prime Minister Irakli Gharabashvili called the facts included in the U.S. State Department's 2022 report on Georgia contrived and speculative. On Tuesday the 21st, Prime Minister mentioned in a conversation with journalists that the State Department, which is the equivalent of the United States Foreign Ministry, he said it is an elite non-governmental organization. Guy's a genius. Public defender Levan Yoseliani states that he was at the Viva Med Clinic when he visited Misha Saakashvili and 13 other prisoners. According to Yoseliani, he spoke with Saakashvili for almost an hour. He says that since I'm not a doctor, I don't have relevant qualifications. I won't discuss the details of his medical condition. That is a matter for specialists. Chairman of the United National Movement, or Natsebi, Levan Khabeshvili, called on Otsneba to give consent to a, a Polish doctors to go and visit to see Misha Saakashvili next week. Khabeshvili said that otherwise the party will have to take concrete steps. Family of former President Misha Saakashvili, who is at the Viva Med Clinic, has been waiting for the arrival of a team of Polish doctors for several weeks. Minister of Justice Rati Bregadze stated that they did not receive an official statement from the ex-president and his family regarding the request to involve foreign doctors in the statement of Misha.
Government accused the Franklin Club and the University of Georgia of setting up a defamatory campaign. According to the Libertarian Club, the prime minister, the chairman of the ruling party, and other influential persons were aggressive and made groundless accusations against the club. The prime minister, in an interview with the Medi TV station, said that, quote, young people are being poisoned in the Franklin Club, which is a direct anti-state subversive activity, end quote. The club, on the other hand, said that, quote, in addition, the government is actively using the campaign against the club for completely unfair attacks on the University of Georgia, end quote. Prime Minister nominated Georgi Amil Khwari, uh, his uh, associate in parliament as the Minister of Education. Amil Khwari became a member of the Parliament of Georgia in the 2020 elections. He served as chairman of the Education and Science Committee. He replaced Misha Chadkheli as the Minister of Education, who the ruling party returned to his previous post as Kutaisi International University in 2019. After the presentation, neither the prime minister nor the new minister answered journalist questions. Press conference held within the framework of his visit to Armenia, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov repeatedly mentioned Georgia. He emphasized the three plus three cooperation format and noted that the door remains open for Georgia. In addition, Lavrov named the action of the West as an interfering factor. Head of the Russian Foreign Ministry stroke spoke about non-governmental organizations operating in the South Caucasus and hinted at the process of preparing another color revolution. Moreover, on Tuesday the 14th, Kobachidze spoke about the possible organization of a coup against Otsneba through non-governmental organizations. Prime Minister met with Pavel Kenchinishki, the ambassador of the European Union, the ambassadors of the member states of the EU. The meeting, the steps George is taking to obtain candidate status were discussed. The conversation touched on the 12 recommendations that Parliament and the government have sort of vaguely not paid much attention to. On Wednesday, the 22nd of March, uh, in Parliament at a plenary session, there was a verbal and physical confrontation between deputies. Member of Parliament Victor Japaridze threw a microphone towards the back of opposition MP Tariel Nakaidze. A deputy from Otsneba, Levan Galoblashvili, also got involved in the controversy because he threw a microphone in the direction of Nakaidze as well. Protests in front of the parliament building against mandatory military service that gathered hundreds, including members of the political party, Girichi, said that protecting the country is a choice of free people. According to somebody in the army currently, every person forcibly taken to the army is a slave who is in captivity for a year. The government is obliged to appreciate the soldiers' hard work and willingness to sacrifice. Soldiers request the abolition of mandatory conscription as well as real wages. Speaking of protests, the employees of the Said May Water Company put an end to their strike. 34 employees uh, started the strike on the 13th of February by picketing the entrances of the factory. They stayed in the vicinity of the factory during the strike period. Protest was preceded by a 21-day mediation process, but no agreement could be reached between the company and employees. According to Shako Kobalia, an employee of the company, about 35 employees are no longer on strike and they are no longer blocking the entrances of the factory. They returned to work on the 22nd of March. Kobalia told Radio Liberty that the terms of the agreement are acceptable, even though not all the demands have been fully met. National Film Center of Georgia has not uh, printed the Kino magazine for four months. The tender for printing the new issue should have been announced by now, and it should have been published at the end of 2022. But Teo Khatiashvili, the editor-in-chief, told Publica that uh, she still doesn't know if the magazine will be printed or not. The editor said 
that not publishing is an act of censorship since the magazine's contents of the last issue dealt with the relationship between arts and politics. Publica is trying to get a response from the Cinema Center on this matter. In sports news, the Georgian women's wheelchair fencing team achieved another big success in the international arena. Irma Khetsuriani, Nina Tabilashvili, and Gwansa Zadishvili won the World Cup in fencing in the Italian city of Pisa. The Georgian national team defeated Hungary and Thailand on their way to the finals. And in the championship match, it defeated the Polish team with a score of 45 to 30. That's it for this week. If you don't know, Rorschach has a newsletter on Substack, so check it out. It comes out very infrequently, so you won't be flooded with emails, but it'll tell you a bit more about what is motivating all of this that you're listening to. Link in the show notes. Tell us your hopes and dreams at georgia at rorschach.com. Nachvamdis. Nachvamdis.